Hello and welcome to Camera Eats First. My name is Devin. And I'm Catherine. And together we are two marker girls. We run a vegan YouTube channel and a blog, and this is our podcast where we talk about things like veganism, how we make our recipes, how we run our blog, we talk about some food content, and just in general, we really like food-related stuff. Mm-hmm. So for today's episode, we figured we'd focus in on the kitchen specifically and some of our favorite appliances and like gadgets and equipment in the kitchen. Yeah, because like, I feel like talking about appliances is actually really fun. Yeah, underrated topic. Yeah, like we've had full conversations about a waffle maker before. Yeah, and there's been moments where we've like finished recording the podcast and then just look at appliances together (laughs) still on our call for like an hour. Yeah. So I feel like it was bound to eventually make its way onto the podcast. Exactly. And like everyone has different thoughts on which appliances they want or need in their kitchen. And especially if you're trying to mix things up, you know, these kinds of conversations can help. <laughs> it sounds so serious. No, this is serious. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, Devin, mm-hmm. what is your favorite appliance? Your most used, the appliance you could not live without? Well, that's like, okay, because there's like different sizes too. Because when you say that, I'm like, well, I don't know, the fridge, like I want my food to stay <laughs> <Okay>. cold. <laughs> let's not talk about the ones that automatically come with a house, a okay. fridge and a stove. Okay. Those are, it doesn't matter. Okay. But let's okay, talk small appliances for the most part. Oh, wow. Okay. Like those like countertop things. I feel like I should probably say like the toaster oven or the microwave, but I've also... My first thought was actually the coffee maker, but I don't know if that's true. (laughs) You don't know if that's just your caffeine addiction saying that? Yeah, like I lived a lot of my life without it, so... Yeah. Although, if we weren't still stuck at home, I probably wouldn't say the coffee maker. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I think my... I don't know if it's... Like, I don't know if I couldn't live without it, but it's the one that makes my life the easiest, and it's the kettle. Oh, okay. pre-boiling water for like pasta or whatever you're cooking tea whatever all that it's just it's the best that's true you do use your kettle in a lot more ways than I do yeah like I use my kettle every single day I mean I do too but like not for pre-boiling water I just because I need boiled water but not for like (laughs) pasta or something (laughs) for like coffee or tea or something yeah or like oatmeal if I just do like instant oatmeal boil the kettle (laughs) yeah no i use my kettle for everything because like i am too lazy to wait for the stove to boil my water i just boil it on the kettle and pour it in i mean it does make a lot of sense but also you have kind of a nicer kettle because it has like actual buttons on it right because <laughs> mine's yeah, just like sometimes. on off on off <laughs> yeah i will say my kettle's actually pretty old like it has been it is at least eight years old i think so we are due for a new kettle soon because things aren't working as well as they used to be. But it is a nice kettle because you can also change the temperature on it. That's what I'm saying. Are you yeah. going to get one that is like even fancier? Maybe not even fancier, but like the same the same level of fanciness, just, you know, newer. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Because I feel like some of the buttons are actually worn off. Like, what yes, does this definitely. button do? <laughs> yeah, it's literally, if I actually look at the buttons, there's no way I could actually tell what the button does. It's just, like, like routine now. I just yeah. know what button to press. But if I think about it, I'm like, I don't know which button's which. I know. I feel like whenever I was using it, I was like, I feel like she presses this one because the icon is all rubbed off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. But that, 
honestly happens to appliances way too easily these days. Yes. To the point where it's like, how how is this still going to, it's still a good appliance. How am I still going to use it if all the buttons go away? Like, I think that's <laughs> going to happen to our microwave. Oh, yeah. I feel like that could happen. Now, let's talk about the microwave. Yeah, actually, I really I feel think like we should. The microwave is a very controversial one. Some people live by it. Some uh-huh. people are like, no, microwave's not going to be in my house. What are your thoughts on microwaves? A convenience. Yes, it's going to be in my house. I'll use it whenever <laughs> it will make things easier. So wait, what kind of things do you use a microwave for? Okay, well, if I, let's say I have like bread or a bagel that's frozen in the freezer. Mm-hmm. I don't, I didn't lift it out to the thaw, but I want to toast it right now. So I microwave it for like 30 seconds so that I can toast it. Yeah. Or for a lot of food, I just microwave it. Like if I'm heating it up, like leftovers, I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I will say, so I was someone like, I can live without a microwave. I'm totally fine to live without a microwave. I I usually prefer heating things up on the stove or oven or air fryer or something like that. Yeah. But like, so I can live without a microwave, but I will say it's convenient. I am not somebody who's necessarily like all out against microwaves. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like I wish my microwave was smaller. Like, I don't need a huge microwave. Yeah. I Yeah. I do think it's a difficult appliance to get nowadays just because of the options. Yes. But yeah, no, I, I will say I am team microwave because I don't, it is just easier to use. I didn't have a microwave before living with Hutch and I was totally fine without one. But n- since having one, I was like, yeah, I get the appeal. <laughs> <laughs> I just wish they were cuter. <laughs> That's fair. And I wish that yours was easier to understand. I don't <laughs> All know. The symbols, the yeah, I don't know why you can't just put words on there. <laughs> but yeah, no, I will say I probably use my microwave almost every day too for similar things. Like I like to thaw things that were in the freezer, mm-hmm. bread, that kind of stuff. That way, again, you don't have to plan ahead because I'm terrible planning ahead. Same. Um, I also, you know, reheating leftovers. It's an easy way to do it. Um, what else do we do? We, we do steam buns in the microwave. So we put like a little thing of water in our microwave and then put our little frozen steam buns in there. So it just like steams in the microwave. What? That's perfect. Yeah. I also actually just do that for most leftovers. I keep the little water dish there because I don't know. I just find it. It's just a nicer reheat. Wait, so it's like kind of like off to the side? Yeah, I put like a little shot glass of water off to the side inside the microwave and then whatever dish I'm like reheating or like steam buns so that like the little water boils too in there and like releases steam and helps like reheat it better yeah what (laughs) I've never done this I've been doing it since so like the steam buns that's how they suggest doing it in the microwave if you're not like steaming it on the stove and then I've just kept it in for the longest time and found like a really nice result on reheating things so I kept it. Interesting. Because like I would say the things I reheat the most are probably like a pasta or rice or noodles. So be good for that. Yes. I do that all the time. Oh. Yeah. Because I find it like it makes it like moist again, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. It's just, you know, you know, like it's freshly boiled. <laughs> okay. I'm going to try that. I'm definitely yeah. going to try that. Microwave hacks. Wow, okay. <laughs> you can see this just goes to show that even if you love your appliances, there's always ways you can use them better. I mean, we learned we discussed that with the oven in the last episode for mm-hmm. with Samin. Don't trust your oven. Don't trust your microwave either. 
Now, Devin. Yeah. Hi. How often do you use the microwave for things like like mug cakes or for things like making things, not reheating things, not like you mm. made that like mug mac and cheese for TikTok video. Do you do things like that or is it always just like reheating things? I would say primarily reheating things. If I'm actually making something in the microwave, it's more like I want to say special, but there's not really anything special about that. And like, I like the idea of mug cakes, but I never really make them. Yeah. And to be honest, I don't find them that good. Like, I would rather just make a cake. (laughs) You're probably right. But like, also, what if I just, no one else wants a cake? That's fair. I mean, maybe we need to make some single batch cakes, single batch cupcake recipes. I mean, I do have like the perfect size cake pan. I mean, it's not... It would be kind of a big cake. Yeah. It, but, like, it's not, like, it doesn't serve 20 people. It yeah. serves, like, it would be enough for your family each to have, like, you know, a quarter. Exactly. It's totally reasonable. <laughs> <laughs> or you'd have cake four days in a row. Even better. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, so I am team microwave, though I am team smaller microwave and not on the counter if possible. <laughs> So would you, like, hide it? Where do people keep their microwaves? It's not, like... that. Well, so in my house growing up, when my mom, like, redid our kitchen, she put the microwave in the lower cabinets in the island so that it's not, like, at eyesight. It's basically, like, it's underneath the island. It's below. You don't, really don't see it. Yeah. I guess that's where ours is now. Yeah, right? Along that back, like, kind of on the yeah, yeah lower shelf. I think, yeah. I think as long as my microwave's not in eyesight, I'm fine with it. Okay, I think that's reasonable. Microwaves yeah. just aren't made to be cute, you know? They really aren't. Like, I've seen some cute ones, too, but they're, like, expensive or, like, super small. And also, like, I don't know if that's good, if they're good quality or not. Yeah, and if you're going to get cute appliances, I feel like it's not going to be the microwave that you focus on. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, I feel like we should talk about air fryers for a bit. Yes, that's one of my favorite appliances. And it's kind of become, like, the appliance that everyone is, like, once you discover an air fryer, yeah, it kind of changes you. You join all these groups and you're just like... Are you thinking of Jessie right now? Yes, I'm thinking of our (laughs) friend Jessie who, like, makes everything in her air fryer and every time we're on a call, it's like she's trying to sell us one. (laughs) Yeah, she's become, like, a salesperson, a spokesperson for air fryers. Yeah. Like, she'll be, like, telling us the new thing she made in it, but even, like, like... We are food bloggers, and she has made things that we had never thought to put in our air fryer. <laughs> right? <laughs> she literally tries everything. Yeah. But yeah, no, I think air fryers were like, how long ago do you think air fryers started popping up? I feel like they first gained like their new wave of popularity like four years ago. That's what I want to say, too. Four-ish years ago is when you start seeing them pop up. They start becoming like, ooh, do you see this new appliance? Oh, <laughs> this new appliance here. Um, I've also, I think, had an air fryer for about that time. Mm -hmm. And now all of a sudden it's like a staple thing. Like everybody's got an air fryer. It's become like a thing that's just in everybody's house or their appliance also has an air fry setting. I was going to say now they're like, well, couldn't technically the oven just be an air fryer? Which like I will say, like as much as I love the air fryer, at least I know how the air fryer works. Like I know the technology of it. But, like, most people, I guess, don't because, like, an air fryer is just a convection oven on a smaller scale. So, like, my oven does that already. It's always had a convect setting. So, I've never had, like, when this these new stoves that are, like, your air fry setting. I was like, no, it's just a fan. 
is just a fan. Those ovens exist already. That's not new. <laughs> They've just renamed it. Is there really no difference? No, it's literally just blowing heat all around. The only difference is the air fryer is on an extremely smaller scale. So the heat is more intense and it's quicker and all that kind of stuff. So like the air fryer is great. Like I have one, but like the science is the same as putting a fan in your oven. Right, right. But then you'd have to like to get the co- same situation, you'd have to like fill your oven with lots of food so that the concentration of like heat to food ratio was the same (laughs) but then it would take forever oh and that takes away like one of the best features of the air fryer which is the convenience of it yeah but yeah so and i but i will say there's a lot of toaster ovens that now have the setting of convect which makes more sense than an oven or sorry an air fry setting which makes more sense than ovens are act or marketing themselves as an air fry setting when just say convection it's got a fan that's what it is yeah and it's just it's not going to cook it the same way that your air fryer would have yeah it's just it's just not yeah <laughs> like if it did i would just keep just use my oven the entire time but like maybe it'll eventually get to the same crispness but it'll take forever <laughs> yeah and there have been times where we've made recipes where we started like it's mainly an air fryer recipe but let's also cook it in the oven just to see how it compares mm-hmm. and i mean but it's yeah. not that different it's just no, sometimes it's- a, a different kind of crispiness yeah th- this is what i find i find it's not very different like if you don't mind waiting for your oven to preheat you don't mind waiting for things to bake you don't need an air fryer i really don't think you do i think your oven can do the job but I think an air fryer is very convenient. And in the summer, when you do not want to turn your oven on, because ovens can like heat up your entire house. And when it's already hot outside, you don't want any more heat. (laughs) Exactly. And I mean, like the first air fryers that were more popular, like the one that I still have, you don't really have a lot of control. It's basically on and off. And that's about it. But like the newer ones that also have a a basket so the air gets underneath more. Mm -hmm. You can change the temperature. Like I feel there's a lot of worth in that. Yeah. Air fryers have come a long way. (laughs) Truly, truly. Now, what about the noise level? Oh, it's loud. At least mine is. I don't know about newer air fryers because, again, I've had mine probably for three-ish years. And like I had the same one as you before that. Yeah. But like it's loud. Very loud. Oh, yeah. Like, it sounds like there's a fan on in your house. A really loud fan. Yeah, it's one of those things when it turns off, you're like, oh, wow. That was a lot. That's that's what quiet sounds like. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like, thank goodness, usually things take, like, 10, 15 minutes max because it's loud. Mm -hmm. Yeah, if we're trying to film a video and you go use the air fryer in it, you just, like, sometimes I try to put the air fryer on the other side of the room. (laughs) (laughs) You're shunned to that side. Go be loud over there. But do your do your good work. But yeah, so I do think it has its pros and cons. Like I am team air fryer. I would recommend buying one because it's very, very convenient, especially for frozen goods like fries, frozen chicken nuggets, that kind of stuff. Like pop those in the air fryer. It's great. And you don't have to wait for an oven to preheat. None of that. Um, But also, like, if you don't mind (laughs) waiting, you don't need one. (laughs) (laughs) Although I do think like we're doing some of these will it waffle or will it grill tests we got to put the air fryer to the test i feel like we should do an air fryer one but i think we'd have to do it with your air fryer like mine like we could do something with both yeah that's like it's a cool way to test it yeah definitely there would be like we test the exact same things oh man yeah (laughs) i think we should add that to our list of science experiments yes science science (laughs) 
okay another one I just thought of because I feel like we've mostly talked about <laughs> this is gonna be, savory appliances <laughs> so what is a sweet appliance well the mixer like the KitchenAid mixer oh okay yes 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 I see that that is actually something I use like almost every day right like I I feel so spoiled because like I would hate to bake without it that that is that's always something that like I forget like because I've always had one mm-hmm. like this is the same one my mom used and we got her that when I was 10 right like we've had it for basically my entire life so I don't know what is life without a KitchenAid stand mixer and I don't want to find out <laughs> I know I because then like the thing that makes baking seem so much easier is like I just put the things in and let the mixer go you know yeah like we're yeah. a good team that way yeah exactly no it is truly i think if you like baking it is the best investment you could do Mm -hmm. (laughs) and i like again i don't know what they are like now but from what i know about KitchenAid stand mixers they are designed to last years so like it's worth the investment yeah exactly you invest once and then you're good to go for a long time yeah, like this one, like what? I, again, don't know the exact age. I'm going to assume I was around like 8 to 10 years old when we got this for my mom. So that would make this almost 20 years old. It doesn't even look 20 years. Like the design, everything kind of looks the same, doesn't it? Right? That's what I'm saying. Like these appliances are made to last. The only reason I might ever get a new one is because I want like the scale up. The like right. more professional series one. I don't know what the next one is up is, but like the one you have, I think it's the one where the thing goes up. Yeah. No, yours goes up. Mine doesn't. Or no, oh, the, the, uh, the bowl I the meant. Bowl That's what up. I meant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but like, what's the advantage? I don't know. Okay. I just want it. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> and I will say though, yours on your paddle, you have like the rubber end that scrapes yes. the side of the yeah, bowl. Yeah, but I bought that addition. Like that was an attachment I bought. And I feel like everybody should because I don't have that and all my butter just ends up on the sides. Yeah. And I will say mine does to an extent too, but like very less frequently and it still mixes in with everything else, even if it's still on the sides. Yeah. There's times where I'm just like, it feels like you're not really getting it. (laughs) And I am just like constantly trying to scrape it down for you. Yeah. That is a plus about a plus and a negative I think about the KitchenAid uh, stand mixer is that there's a lot of attachments you can buy but most of the time those attachments ain't cheap yeah yeah like even the extra paddles not cheap sometimes um but again for the most part they will last you a very long time like I've been meaning to get so many different attachments for it but like some of the attachments are like two hundred (laughs) dollars what's on your list like I want the, they have a, um, what is it? The ice cream maker mm. attachment mm-hmm. that I really want. But like, it's so expensive. It's like a mm. hundred and something dollars. Oh my gosh. Uh, there's that one. I've also always wanted to do, get the pasta maker one. for like the. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think that would be fun to do. Okay. There's a lot of different ones that are really cool. But I would say like order of like paddle. And then would you do dough hook or would you do the beater? Well, my dough hook came with mine. Mine probably did too. But like I would say like order of like use. Oh, so yeah. The standard like mixer paddle one that 
I have, I use for almost everything. Mm-hmm. And then I use the dough hook the second most. And then I use the like whisk attachment one the least just because I can do most of what I need to do, what that would do with the paddle one. Yeah, I was going to say like the whisk uh, aquafaba. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you're making aquafaba, that's pretty much it. Yeah. Anything you're trying to whip. Yeah. Uh, oh, that's graphic. Um. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, no, highly recommend. Again, the only reason I would get another one is also just to give this back to my mom if she ever wants it back. And I really want mine to be black. I was just going to say, if you get another one, is there a color? Yeah, it would either be black or white, most likely black, because my other KitchenAid appliances are black. Oh, okay. You'd never want like a more fun color? I love the fun colors. I just feel like I would hate it. Like, I'd be like, why did I not just get a neutral color? What if I change the colors of my kitchen walls? What if I, like, there's so many, like, ifs that I would just, like, I know myself. And I know I'd be like, why did I do this? I'm so stupid. Yeah, you're right. It's better to, like, invest in the smaller, cheaper pops of color in your kitchen. I used to really want, um, like, I used to really like these, like, there's, like, a sage green one that I used to love that I'm like that's the one I would get if I ever like got my own and then I was like what am I doing and then I started using my mom's and took took hers from her and I was like you know what no white makes sense white or black and then there was also a point in time when I really wanted the copper one which like I would still get the copper one the copper's neutral enough that I would still get that but it's expensive (laughs) I bet yeah but yeah I think black is what I would get if I were to ever get a new one okay just because like i have like speaking of KitchenAid appliances like that is i have so many of them (laughs) (laughs) like i have the little hand blender i have the mini food processor and the regular size food processor i have my stand mixer my fridge and my stove are both KitchenAid like i am a KitchenAid junkie geez we're not sponsored though like what the heck (laughs) I wish. <laughs> but like they have no reason to because I'll continue to buy their products. <laughs> well, don't say that. Oh, never mind. Cut this out of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, you mentioned like another pretty good one, which is food processors. Yes. Especially, I will say the mini one is like such a good thing to have on hand for like sauces and dips and things like that. And also like if you're just cooking for a smaller amount of people. Mm-hmm. like I can't even I can count on my hand how many times I've used the full-sized one I feel like I like the mini food processor one I use at least once a week I feel like wow okay yeah just well I mean it could also be like I'm usually only cooking for myself and Hutch so yeah. like why do we need the bigger one anyways the only time I'll really whip out the bigger one is if I'm doing like quick dice of like carrots mm. and veggies mm-hmm. and things like that or like uh, a chickpea tuna or something like that but most yeah. of the time I don't use it. Or like sometimes pie dough. Oh, okay. I got to say though, like the food processor, I wouldn't ever want to not have one. But mm-hmm. it also like we don't use it that often. And we probably use the bigger one more often than the smaller one. But both of them are from another century. <laughs> I mean, my old food processor used to be and then I upgraded. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, mine have been in the videos too and they look older but they still work yeah i mean why get rid of them if they still work exactly and my mom's always like yeah but these are good the new ones i don't trust them they just don't make (laughs) them like they used to you know i mean i will say there's i feel like there's truth 
ish to that statement for sure. Yeah. Like things are designed to break more quickly now. Ugh, what a cruel world. <laughs> what a capitalist world. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, not a great episode to like get mad at capitalism. We're talking about buying appliances. <laughs> I know. I know. But it's also like food is such a big source of joy for us. So like these are mm-hmm. the tools that help us make those foods. Mm-hmm. And like they like even though they're actual products, they create experiences, right? So Wow. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> that was yeah. really that was really like Don Draper and Mad Men. This isn't a food <laughs> processor. This is an experience. I can you tell I'm a marketer? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's talk about the most vegan appliance of them all. Like it's in itself the appliance isn't vegan, but vegans love to talk about it. Okay, the like, Vitamix. Oh, oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> what were you thinking? I was going to try and guess, and I honestly didn't know what you were going to say. I feel like every vegan talks about the Vitamix. Right. you got to have your high-speed blender. Which I will say, I love my Vitamix. I do. I do not use it as much as vegans say they use it. And again, I am feel like I'm a different kind of vegan than some of the people we follow. <laughs> I don't make smoothies every day. I don't make cheese sauce out of cashews. I don't do a lot of the things that, like, vegans do. But, like, I don't know. I don't use it as much as I thought I would use it. I love it. I would never get rid of it. I would still probably, even if it, like, broke one day, I would still probably buy a new one. I wouldn't downgrade. <laughs> but, like... I think for most people, you don't need a Vitamix. Like you could just get some other kind of blender? Yeah. Okay. Like I really don't, I think, I think it's more about how you use it rather than the product itself. Like I think like we've done that test where we did, which a lot of people disagreed with. (laughs) Yeah. Where we tested the Ninja versus the Vitamix. And I will say, I think the Vitamix is technically better, but I don't think the Ninja was bad. I... See, I've only ever used a Vitamix with you, right? So mm-hmm. when we're making recipes with that. I've had the Ninja now for, well, we probably did that test like three years ago. Yeah, at least. Um, and I don't think that we use it as much because it, it's we find it kind of annoying. Oh, why? Well, so the bigger, I feel like there's, maybe we're missing an attachment, but the difference between like the small, like magic bullet size mm-hmm. mini Ninja and the big thing like that's a really big difference there's yeah. nothing in between i feel mm-hmm. like you could really benefit from something in between because with the really big one it's like if you don't have enough stuff to go in there but you need like the power of it what are you supposed to do and the small one most of the time it does okay but man i will usually try to do my smoothies in the small one because i'm not going to make a blender size of smoothie yeah. <laughs> and it struggles okay so ninja's got some long-term problems uh, yeah, I feel like either they need a different attachment mm-hmm. or I don't know. So question, yeah. your ninja dies. Do you guys get a Vitamix? I See, I don't know about that either. Because <laughs> I feel like now it's been... Or like, like a Blendtec because Blendtec's the other like high-end blender. I think it would depend on how the attachments were looking probably because now it's like, mm. oh, we feel like we don't want to use the Ninja just because like it doesn't do this very well. It doesn't do that very well, but it's good for these things, you know? Mm, so it's kind of yeah. made us like question, even though if it was not there, it would suck. 
this is okay and this is something lisa the vegan has brought up in her stories a couple times is multi-use products yeah they're never amazing at everything they're usually yeah. like pretty good at most things that they do so ninja's kind of like falling into that a little bit i think so i think so and it also has like the food processor attachment which i think like Mm -hmm. ours actually a piece broke off of it so we can't use it anymore (laughs) but even then we didn't use that one as much as we still use our old old food processor and again i think it was just the style of it like the blade was kind of a spiral even in the food processor Whereas yeah. the blade in the other food processor, like the older one, is just one kind of around it's the, the normal, bottom. Yeah. yeah. And it just, I don't know, found that it didn't work as well. The spirally type yeah. blade didn't yeah. work as well? Yeah. Yeah. I've always wondered about that type of blade. Yeah. I just feel like it doesn't mix the food as well or it wasn't getting to stuff. It's just, maybe it's just not as powerful because it has to disperse its like power mm. amongst a few different places. I don't know if that makes any sense, but... Um, But yeah, no, the Vitamix, I, again, I don't use it very often. I also, one of the reasons I don't use it very often is I hate cleaning it. I Mm. really do. Like, and it's huge. Like your issue with the uh, Ninja of the containers being huge. The containers on the Vitamix are also massive, which is why I use the mini food processor a lot. Because if I'm just making like sauces or dips or something, I'll just do that in the mini food processor. It's so much easier. Yeah. But like the Vitamix and like the Vitamix has smaller containers you can buy but they're so expensive mm-hmm. <laughs> like all you can get these fun attachment I guess not fun but you can get attachments for it that are different sizes for slightly different uses but they're like two hundred dollars that's how they like get why you. yeah that's how they get you <laughs> so I have I don't remember how much I total spent on my Vitamix I bought it like I bought the like uh, display model so it was slightly cheaper and I bought it at the X one year <laughs> at the end of the X when they had like those two on display it was never used which was great it was literally just on display the one they actually used for demos was a different one so I bought that I want to say I got mine for like 300 and something plus I also bought the dry container for an extra hundred dollars yeah but like that appliance has now been with you for a while yeah it's again another one that like I feel like if you use your blender a lot which I don't, but if you use your blender a lot, it's a worthy investment because it's going to last a long time. Yeah, I would say that too. Like if you think you're going to be blending a lot of stuff or just like very frequently, I don't know that the Ninja will hold up to that. Yeah, like honestly, even if you just like smoothies in the morning, I think it's worth it. Like if you're someone who makes a smoothie every morning, I think the Vitamix is worth it. Or a Blendtec. Again, I've never used a Blendtec, but like I hear it's very good exactly because like i was on a real smoothie kick but i just got so tired of the ninja just like struggling every single time to the point where i was like we're not gonna do this anymore but it will do like cashews really well frozen stuff mm. not so much like i think it's very mm. sensitive about the liquid to solid which i know is a thing for like a lot of blenders too but it just feels like because of the way the mechanisms are built it's like extra sensitive <laughs> I will actually say one of the things that I use my uh, Vitamix for the most now, I totally forgot, is frothing milk. Oh. So I'll like put a a mug of milk in the microwave to just heat it up for a little bit. And then I dump it in the Vitamix and kind of just let it froth while I get like my matcha ready. And it just froths in the... That's what I use my Vitamix the most for now. Interesting. Because I was actually going to ask about frothers too. 
Mm. Frothers are, I would say, a decent investment, but I don't remember the last time I used a frother. Yeah. I use my Vitamix. Yeah. Like, I think if you want something that does froth, if you don't have a Vitamix or whatever, I feel like that's such a good little, I would call that like a treat appliance. Like, you don't, you definitely don't need it. Yeah. It's like one of those, if you can and you have the space, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. And like that little one that you and your parents have. Oh, yeah. Th- we have Nespresso's, I think. That one is so cute and works so well. So quiet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very nice. I will say, uh, I saw Instant Pots. Oh, and yeah. Instant Pot looks great. I oh, want yeah. that. <laughs> no, that's a good point. That is something that I'm considering purchasing as well. I've been like toying with the idea of buying the Instant Pot frother because it just like it froths so well. Every time I see someone use it, I'm like, oh my God, I want that. Right? And I don't know, again, like what I have considered a frother. Like I always wanted one when we would make like special froth drinks for the blog and stuff like that. But again, after being at home for a year and making all my own coffees, I was so happy that the coffee maker I have, which is also Ninja, has a frother attachment on the side. And it's really like, you know, those wand frothers? Yeah. Like it's the same kind of thing. That's mm. what's frothing it. But I guess it's maybe just more powerful yeah. being attached to I the machine. I hate the wand ones. Right? I got one of those too a few years ago because I just, they works okay, but it's never going to be... Honestly, I've used that for whipping aquafaba. <laughs> oh, like a small amount like just, of wa- aquafaba? Yeah, a small amount. Not to the point of like whipped cream type meringue thing, but like just to get it nice, a little bit frothy. Like if you need it for an egg thing, I feel like that works yeah. really well. Oh, okay. But yeah, I never use this to actually froth milk because I don't find they work nearly as well as anything else. <laughs> no, no, me neither. Remember when we used to hand froth? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> good times (laughs) i will say i do really enjoy that thing i think it makes a good froth it's impressive like we use we made hot chocolate in it a couple times so good but it's an arm workout yeah exactly it's like we have a KitchenAid mixer because we don't want arm workouts so we also need a frother (laughs) because we don't want arm workouts (laughs) yeah we no longer mix things by hand so our arms are weak so we need something to take the work out of everything (laughs) and yet like in previous episodes when we're watching like these food shows we're like and see they're like the human touch it's all about the human touch the machines just don't do it the same and here we are being like the machines do it all for us (laughs) (laughs) i i go to restaurants for the human touch (laughs) that's fair (laughs) at least we're self-aware of these things yeah exactly do you want to talk about gadgets like i think gadgets and appliances sometimes fall Mm. into the same category but those are those like really cheesy kind of one-off things but sometimes some of them are really useful Mm -hmm. so like again i guess it could technically not be an appliance but i think gadgets are fun to talk about anyways but like the most used like one single use gadget in my house is a citrus squeezer thingy oh okay yeah so good highly recommend or a zester yeah i don't know if that's considered a gadget but like is so good i consider most things that are like single use gadgets i think that makes sense it's like well wait when when does a gadget become a tool a tool is multi-purpose sometimes i think so yeah yeah okay i mean i don't have one of those citrus juicers at my oh place oh my gosh i know wait how do you juice citrus i Just usually yeah but i usually do the thing where you like stick a fork in it to help uh-huh. get more juice out oh but God. get one of those man i know i know I've been thinking that for a year. What am I doing? <laughs> They're like $5. Uh, I know. I know. 
You know, my family has like three ways to mince garlic, but no citrus juicer. <laughs> Wait, what ways do you have to mince garlic? Well, we have this um, thing that turns and it has, has blades in it. So you can Ooh. put, it's just like plastic. You can put like a clove of garlic or you could even put like a small amount of onion and you just twist it. And so the yeah. blades go around and it chops it up. It's kind of like a little yeah. mini hand food processor, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we have one of those like squeeze garlic mincers. Yeah, I have that. I Do you like that? I Yes and no. Okay, that's uh, kind of Like I, I like it, but I hate cleaning it. And sometimes I just feel like it's not really getting me all the garlic. Yeah. Like it gets caught <laughs> in there. Yeah. And honestly, I don't know why. Like, sometimes I'm too lazy to pull it out. I'd literally rather chop garlic by hand. Right? <laughs> and not dirty something else. I know. And they're like, oh, you just felt like mincing the garlic yourself? Like, no, it just felt easier for some reason. <laughs> it makes no sense. <laughs> but I also have this thing. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but it's like a plate with like, um, I don't know how to explain it. It's not like, like little points. Mm. It's like textured and then you just rub the garlic on it until it like it's basically like sandpaper for garlic oh and then it turns into like a garlic paste i very rarely use it but it's actually like pretty great i really enjoy it that's very interesting i feel like garlic is one of the things that i have multiple things that make that are supposed to make working with garlic easier but i never use them yeah at the end of the day it's like this is not that much easier like, I would rather just crush garlic with my palm and then chop it up really quick. Exactly. I don't know. Like, because like, I also have one of those, like, do you have those, like, silicone rollers where you put garlic in and you, like, yeah. which they are great. They work. But, like, I don't know. I could just crush the garlic still. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I honestly, like, that's to mostly get, like, the skin off too, right? The peel. Yeah. And I honestly feel like the peel of an onion is messier than the peel of mm-hmm. a garlic. Like an well, onion peel just gets like, too. yeah, and it just feels like it gets stuck everywhere. You know what actually I think I need to do is get gadgets that help you not cry when chopping onions because I go in full on tears Me when I'm chopping too. onions. I think that'd be a great video test. We just get a bunch of like, or we do like onion chopping hacks that help us prevent and just see which one works the best. Yeah. D- my dad keeps trying to like, you know, chop it this way. You won't cry. And sometimes it works and sometimes it still does not. Yeah. Like I just like, I don't understand watching people and just ch- like chop onions. And I'm just like, wait, how is that possible? Like I am, fu- it seems like someone died that's how much i'm crying (laughs) yeah it hurts so bad too like it burns yeah right i was like i can't even open my eyes because my eyes are burning so much yeah but also have you ever gotten i know we're not talking about appliances (laughs) or gadgets anymore but have you ever gotten it to like I chop an onion and I'm totally fine, but then the onion residue is still on the knife and I go to chop something else and I start crying when I chop something else. I'm like, wait, what the hell is happening? It's like the aroma is still there. It's still attacking. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. So strange. But yeah, so if anyone has suggestions for gadgets and or appliances that will help us not cry out our tear ducts when cutting onions, (laughs) send them our way. I feel like these are the actual food hacks that we need. (laughs) none of those other ones (laughs) yes but yeah is there any appliances we've missed or gadgets we want to talk about i mean there's one more that i thought of that you kind of mentioned in passing but has like the more i use it the more i'm like this is pretty awesome to have but the immersion blender like the Mm. just single immersion blender that is so handy for sauces and stuff 
and it soups. is very handy i don't use it as much as i should but it is very handy yeah you have the which one do you have you have the one from all clad all clad right yeah yeah yeah, yeah no it is very very handy to have yeah i feel like that's kind of with the frother you know like you don't mm-hmm. need it but it's really nice to have yeah it's it's a nice to have and it's i will say it's small usually fairly inexpensive i would recommend it or put it on put it on a birthday wish list someone will get it for you <laughs> exactly uh, same with the frother though right it's like the kind of thing like if someone wants to give this to me for sure yeah okay actually i think we need to talk about this one because we haven't yet a waffle maker oh my gosh see Cause it's like uh, it's the appliance that we talk about like the most i feel like and i think it's good to have one but then in our comments uh, like when we did a waffle recipe people were kind of like i don't know if a waffle maker is really worth it or not i don't understand 100 percent. i think waffle makers are a necessity in every kitchen <laughs> more than a pan like i guarantee you I use the waffle maker. Like, I make waffles significantly more than I'd ever make pancakes because, I mean, because I have a waffle maker. But, like, what is life without waffles? Hey, man, it's just pancakes and it gets old. Right? Like, pancakes are just so boring. <laughs> yeah, they are. You can't beat the, the crispy edges of the waffle and the little pools. That yeah. You can, yeah. I am a firm believer that, like, Obviously, a waffle maker is not a necessity, but it is the level just below necessity. <laughs> and like, let's not forget that a waffle maker isn't just about like breakfast or like sweet waffles. Like you can do savory waffles. We've been doing the cottage pie that is in the first Hot for Food cookbook and it has potato waffles that go on top. So it's like oh. mashed potatoes that you put in the waffle maker and then get them all crispy. Yes. Like, come on. There are so many things you can do with a waffle maker. Like, this is our pitch to you to buy a waffle maker. <laughs> you will not regret it. We've even done the research to find out the things that you maybe shouldn't put in the waffle maker, but that's a few weeks yeah. away from yes. release. <laughs> Just stay tuned. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I am a firm believer that a waffle maker should be in almost every kitchen if you can. Yeah. If you have the space, if you can afford it, I think you should get a waffle maker because... I that is my favorite appliance. <laughs> oh, we didn't even get into novelty appliances. Yeah, which like is a whole world to explore. Right? Cuz there's also a lot of novelty waffle makers. Yes. Yes, there's so many different shapes and like faces and like things you can make, you know, like it's just so strange. Can you imagine if we ever had like a TMG waffle maker? <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Although I don't think like if we had the option to make some kind of custom waffle maker i don't think we do our logo right we do something funnier no oh much funnier i don't know what i do but definitely not our logo <laughs> yeah no but that would be so fun yeah okay another and now i'm just thinking of novelty appliances <laughs> okay because you have the little one that makes the little donut holes right do you still have that oh i got rid of that oh that's so sad it was something that i enjoyed but like i didn't use enough to justify keeping it and to be honest i prefer just deep frying them (laughs) even though like it's a mess to deep fry in like a struggle i still would prefer to just deep fry donuts okay because i like i look at those donut makers sometimes i'm like it's so small it's so cheap i can have donuts anytime but you think i that would get old I just, I think cake donuts get old for me. Okay. Like, because it's never the same as a donut. Like, it's just eating cake in a ball. (laughs) Like, to me, I will just, like, I don't know. Cake donuts aren't worth 
an extra appliance in my opinion even like i have a cake pan like for the oven or a cake pan a donut pan for the oven even that i don't even think i i don't know if i still have that but i never use it anymore because like i don't know once you discover deep fried donuts how do you go back from that it's true that's true it's and like even cake donuts like i'd rather deep fry cake donuts <laughs> oh yeah 100 percent. still so like good. the donuts you made uh in the hot for food video like oh my god so much better than anything you could make from one of those appliances okay good thank you for talking me out of that one (laughs) (laughs) i mean i will say it's a very inexpensive appliance if someone wants it it's not like i think i got mine for 20 bucks but like uh oh my god speaking of cheap appliances we forgot the most important appliance i don't it is a necessity i don't know oh my god i don't know what is it a rice cooker. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> How did we not talk about a rice cooker? Wow. Wow. Okay. And you know what, too? With a rice cooker, I kind of feel like simpler is better. Mm-hmm. 100%. Because, like, we got one. We didn't have one until, like, mm-hmm. last year when I was finally like, why don't we just get a rice cooker? Why are we complicating this when everybody else uses a rice cooker? It just works better. Yeah. But it also has, like several different buttons and so (laughs) there's always just kind of like unsure if it's getting done properly i'm like i don't know i've only ever used ones that's like on and that's it like like we talk about with the kettle yeah the switch that's all mine is (laughs) right and it works so well yeah no honestly I think the rice cooker is one of the best investments you could do in like your cooking skills because I like even like I watch YouTube videos and people are like oh I never can cook rice right I was like because you're cooking it on the stove what's wrong with you exactly cook it in a rice cooker (laughs) why are you stressing yourself out for no reason exactly it's like with the mixer just let it do its thing like you take care of the rice I'm gonna make all the other stuff and then I'll be good yeah I just I will never understand anyone who makes rice on the stove I don't get it when rice cookers exist and they're so cheap yeah and they come in a variety of sizes so depending on Mm -hmm. what your needs might be I just I feel like it's such a good appliance to have have you ever seen the rice cookers that are like from Japan and they like speak to you Mm -hmm. (laughs) I've always secretly wanted one of those right i feel like they'd be so much fun yeah definitely (laughs) but yeah no a rice cooker i can't believe we forgot to talk about it until this point but a rice cooker is up there to me with necessities because i just feel like it takes stress away from yourself while you're cooking because it's one thing you don't even you just put in the rice cooker and it does its thing exactly whatever and like i've never had a bad outcome for rice in the rice cooker ever yeah i don't even think i could possibly make rice on the stove anymore and like i don't need to it's great <laughs> yeah rice cooker should have been like top of the list probably because also mm-hmm. it gets used so often yeah i think the only other one we should probably mention is the instant pot okay i've never used it do you think it's overrated yes okay because i don't know my dad got like really into the idea of an instant pot He was like we should get an instant yeah. pot i see all these recipes he's used it once that's what i'm saying so this is like, I think an Instant Pot can be a very, very good tool for some people. I think there are some people that are just more inclined to using, doing that type of cooking method. The slow cook, you know, again, I think Instant Pot has like 19 different settings. <laughs> like, so many different things you can do in an Instant Pot. But like, like I've used a crock pot before mm-hmm. and I know there's a similar function on the Instant Pot. And like, I've used it once or twice before, but I'm just not the person who does crock pot cooking. Like, I don't prep 
my dinner in the morning and get it cooking and slow cooking the rest of the day. That is not who I am. That will never be who I am. <laughs> yeah. So an Instant Pot just doesn't make sense for me at all. <laughs> and see, we ha- still have a crock pot and it has still been used. So we've done that kind of cooking. But there's something about the Instant Pot that just... There's this idea that it's really intimidating and that, that he's going to fuck it up because he's like... <laughs> I don't know, part of some kind of like instant pot group where people like post their failures. And he's like, look, everyone's messing up their recipes. I can't do this. I'm like, you gotta just try it, man. Well, like Hutch always used to be so nervous to use the Vitamix too. There's, I don't know, there's something about like these appliances that have these like pedestals, I guess, of being like one of the best that I guess makes people nervous. But at least with the Vitamix, like you can see what's going on. I think it's because the Instant Pot, you just put in, you close it and you're just like, hope for the best. What's going on in there? Is everything okay? Yeah. I'm going to open this in like an hour and it's all going to be bad. I don't know. Yeah. I just like, I don't multi-use, like I like the idea of multi-use products, but I also don't (laughs) because because to me, it's like the that always pan that keeps going oh, yeah. around, like where it's like it replaces a bunch of things because it does multi-use. It's like, what if I need two or three of the uses in one meal? Exactly. Then I'm screwed. So, <laughs> so like, I don't like I appreciate what the Instant Pot does. And I think there's some people that it probably works wonders for. Mm-hmm. I am not one of those people. I think it's overrated. I think it's a good product that some people will get use out of. But I think for most people, it really you don't need it. Yeah, I would say, like, obviously, we haven't really given it a fair shot over here, which I think that that should happen. Just like, I was just saying, maybe we could do a like test kitchen thing. Yeah. With an instant pot. Yeah. I mean, I don't have one, so it'd have to be all you, but. Well, we can pick recipes together. Yeah. Because honestly, I feel like it's just like built up in his head that it's like not going to go well or it's super intimidating, but we got to give it a fair shot before we decide if it's good or bad. I agree. Because, like, it's a. Is it expensive? Probably. I don't know. We've uh, on, we've had it for a couple years. Okay. And it's just and you've only used it like once. Just sits on the shelf like this little droid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I think the Instant Pot is overrated. And I I also think it's tapered out a bit. Like I don't mm. think it's it's this like amazing thing that pe- like when it first got launched, everybody had to have it, right? Like when it went on sale everybody bought it It was like the number one sale on black friday i feel like once yeah i don't think it's like that anymore i don't think people care as much about it they've moved on to air fryers yeah and (laughs) for good reason air fryers are better yeah i'm waiting for the instant pot that comes out that you can air fry into oh my gosh i can see that although that's a weird combo (laughs) yeah i also think it's evident that instant pots aren't necessarily as popular because it's also sending like releasing a bunch of different products they don't just make Instant Pot anymore. Right. And now they have that frother. They have a bunch of different things. Okay. Okay. Last question. Yeah. In your dream kitchen, what's the one like real specialty appliance that you'd want to have? That I don't currently have? Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of appliances. Do you have one? I feel like I might have two. Well... One is like an upgrade of a current one. Okay. Like one of those really nice coffee makers that like you can grind the coffee. Uh, it's kind of yeah. like a barista level. Oh, I would love one. Even though I don't drink coffee, I want to make nice tea lattes. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I think that's one. But then also, I don't know, a deep fryer maybe? Oh, yes. That's it. A deep fryer. <laughs> I was like, I know there's some sort of appliance that I want, but I can't think of it. Yes. I want a deep fryer. 
That's what I want. Like, if you had space for it, just, like, it lives in its own deep fry station. Yeah, I honestly wish I could have a full-on kitchen deep fryer in my house. Like, it's its own separate, full-blown appliance. How incredible that would be. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my gosh. The donuts. (laughs) Think of the donuts. And also, like... I will say, like, I know we've talked about small appliances, but I would also want a bigger stove. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Imagine. Like, if we're talking dream kitchens here. Yeah. Like, a bigger stove slash oven and a bigger fridge would be nice. And a big pantry. Well, okay. And a pantry. This is turning yeah. into a whole different <laughs> episode. <laughs> we'll have a separate episode where we just talk about dream kitchens. <laughs> uh, definitely. I think that'd be so much fun because who doesn't just sit around and dream about the perfect kitchen like I do feel like the kitchen even if you don't cook the kitchen is just one of those places that you just want to be amazing yeah and when you put thought into how things are set up and everything like a good a a well thought kitchen is a nice thing Mm -hmm. but yeah deep fryer is the appliance that I currently want (laughs) (laughs) because like like I said I honestly I'm not like I'm pretty good at just buying appliances that I want and that I find useful and I don't mind spending money on appliances clearly and Vitamix I mean I didn't buy the KitchenAid so I don't mind that so I have most of the appliances that I would want but deep fryer is on the list for sure okay okay this is actually like more of an in-depth appliance talk than I thought it was gonna be (laughs) I feel like there's literally most food slash kitchen things we could talk about for an hour yeah definitely (laughs) All right, let's, um, if you have a favorite kitchen appliance or a kitchen appliance you bought, used once and never used again, we want to hear the stories. (laughs) Yes, share your appliance highs and lows. (laughs) Yeah, so you can send us a voice message on Anchor, the Anchor app, right? Mm -hmm. Or you can just DM us, email us, whatever. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Or if you are an appliance company, we'd also love to hear from you. (laughs) I would love to hear from you. (laughs) And be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss our future kitchen, appliance, food, all kinds of episodes to come. Never know what you're going to get, but it's probably going to be, it's going to lead back to food. Always. It always leads back to food. <laughs> and if you want to check out some of our recipes, they are at twomarketgirls.com. That's the name of our YouTube channel. And that's our handle on all of the socials where you can find more food. Yeah. It's all about the food. food. All right. We should probably go make some waffles. Oh, I want waffles so bad. Every day. Every day. I could do this all day. <laughs> <laughs>